Blog Talk Radio. Good, y'all. It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow. I am so excited to be back with you all. I'm so excited to be in position to share a word with you all from the Lord. It's truly been a minute. It's been a minute since I've been on Purpose Kingdom Network, but I'm excited to be back tonight. God is truly an amazing God. He's the only true living God. He's the only wise God, our Savior. Be glory, majesty, dominion, power, both now and forever. Amen. Family, it's another broadcast of By Faith We Good, an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. I'm excited um, this is the 37th broadcast of By Faith We Good, um, and it's over a 1,000 broadcasts um, here on Purpose Kingdom Network. Shout out to my Purpose Kingdom Network family. Shout out to all of my Philadelphia family. Shout out to all of my Chicago family. Shout out to my family all over the world tonight. Amen. Shout out to you all. Shout out to you. I love y'all. Y'all have been so great to me and um, just your support to what God is doing through me. Um, And I give God all the honor, the glory, and the praise. And so as always, family, we're going to start a new series tonight. We are going to start a new series tonight. I did not do By Faith We Good um, podcast last month because I had took some time to rest and refresh. Amen. I took some time to rest and refresh, and God has been so good. He's been so amazing. He's been so awesome. And so I am back tonight excited and ready to share the word from the Lord with you all. And so as always, I'm going to open up in prayer, and we're going to dive right into it, all right? I'm going to open up in prayer, and we are going to dive right into the word tonight. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. You are so amazing. You are so amazing, God. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you for this day. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for healing and deliverance. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your favor. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for your love that's unconditional, that's available, that's never-ending. We thank you for your amazing love, God. We thank you 
for your amazing love. In the name of Jesus, Father, we come to you tonight. We get in position for your word that's getting ready to go forth. Father, we come together to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. We thank you, Lord, for all the great things you've done. We thank you for all the great things that you are doing, and we thank you for all the great things that you're going to do. We thank you that you are always with us. We thank you for your power. We thank you, God, for how you cover us. We thank you for how you strengthen us. We thank you for how you always work everything out for our good. And so, Lord, we come together tonight to decree and declare, Holy Spirit, have your way. Bless the word that is going to go forth, Lord, that it be a blessing to your children, that they install it, live by it, and share it with others. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, have your way tonight. Father, we thank you. Intercede for us tonight. Be our teacher tonight. Be our advocate tonight. Teach us all things. Bring all things back to our remembrance and show us things to come. We thank you. We love you. We honor you. We declare, God, that your word is going to go forth, that those who are out there listening will rise and say, what must I do to be saved? We thank you that as we lift up your name, Jesus, all others will be drawn closer to you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And so tonight, family, I'm so excited. Um, I am starting a new series tonight with you all titled, Things That Contaminate Your Faith. And so once again, this is an hour of, uh, this is By Faith We Good, the By Faith We Good broadcast. It is an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. I also want to shout out all my Facebook family, all my Instagram family. We are live streaming tonight, and we are online um, on the podcast. And so to God be all the glory. And so as I mentioned, we are starting a new series tonight titled Things That Contaminate Your Faith. Y'all already know we are created to press forward, to live by faith to walk by faith and not by sight. And because there are obstacles that come our way, because there are challenges, because there are tough circumstances, situations that come our way, there are things, people, places, and things that come our way that take place in our lives that contaminate our faith. And our responsibility as children of God is to always remain in faith. It is to always remain strong in faith because when we're in faith, we're effective. When we're in faith, come on, we walk in victory. When we're in faith, come on, manifestation takes place. I'm talking about the manifestation of God's word. It's faith. I share with you all all the time. It is faith that produces the results of who God is and all that God promised. And so tonight, we're starting this new series, Things That Contaminate Your Faith. And these are the things that we have to watch out for. And so, family, God takes us from faith to faith. God takes us from faith 
to faith. God wants to get his principles, his kingdom established in the earth, and he chose us to do it. Can I say it again? God takes us from faith to faith. God wants to get his principles, kingdom principles. He wants to get and establish his kingdom in the earth, and God chose us to do it. Uh, Here's the thing, family. The church is the highest authority in the earth. The church, us, the people, the children of God, is the highest authority in the earth. The church can do things on a level that the world doesn't know anything about. Only those who dwell and labor in God's word, those who get equipped by faith through God's word can be effective in the way that God can function in the way that God created us to. And so God takes us from faith to faith. The word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 1, verses 16 and 17, in the King James Version, the word of the Lord says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to those that believe, unto the Jews first and also to the Greek. And verse 17 says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. And so, family, God takes us from faith to faith, from start to finish. God takes us from faith to faith. We go from faith to faith. When it comes to the kingdom of God, we have to function by faith in the kingdom of God, being a part of the kingdom of God, being God's children, being Christ's uh, ambassadors, being Jesus Christ's ambassadors, being God's representation in the earth. It is our responsibility to make sure that we function by faith, to make sure that we move by faith. And so the power of faith is to turn your situation to your advantage. I I feel like preaching already, but I'm going to take my time. The power of faith is to turn your situation to your advantage. But none of this can take place if your faith, if you are not in faith, all right? And so God has equipped us, created, equipped, approved, qualified us to live a blessed life. God has created and raised us up to be victorious. Because of what Jesus has done, because of his sacrifice, because of what he's done for us, because he took the penalty of sin for us, because he died for our sins, and because he went and set the captive free because he took the keys to hell and the grave. And because three days later, come on, he rose with all power in his hand. He redeemed us. He set us free. He reconciled us back to the Father. He put us in right standing with God because of what Jesus has done. He saved us. He set us free. 
who the son sets free is truly free indeed because of what he's done now we are victorious and because we are victorious when we function by faith it's the power that we have through faith through Christ Jesus to turn our situation around to our advantage but none of this can happen if we are not in faith there are things and ways about us that can contaminate our faith and make us non-effective for God, ourselves, and others. There are things and ways about us that we allow at times that causes our faith to become contaminated in which will affect what we believe. All right, and so to break down what contamination means, to break down, um, to be contaminated, our faith being contaminated, to break the word contaminated down, it is having been made impure by exposure to something or a polluting substance. It is having been made impure, right? by exposure to something or a polluting substance. The word contaminate also means to infect or be infected by contact or association. We're going to break this thing down tonight. To be contaminated is to make something or someone unfit to use. Oh, man. To be contaminated is to make something or someone unfit for use by adding something harmful or unpleasant. I want to break this thing down. To be contaminated is to make something or someone unfit to be used by adding something harmful or unpleasant to it or themselves. And so, family, let's get into it. To name a few tonight, I'm not going to be name, going to be able to um, name all that can contaminate our faith. There's so many things that can contaminate our faith, and that's why this is a series. Over the next couple of broadcasts, for by faith we good, we are going to be focusing on things that can contaminate our faith. And these are the things that we have to be mindful of. These are the things that we cannot allow to dwell in us, in our hearts, or in our environment. And so to name a few tonight, I'm only going to start with a few tonight. And the first one that I'm going to start with tonight is fear. The first one that can that I'm going to start with tonight that can contaminate your faith is fear. And the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or be a threat. Can I say it again? Fear, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or be a threat. And so for all of us, uh, all, um, all of us have had fears of some kind. Maybe you are afraid of losing your job, losing your finances, or losing a loved one 
that you have depended on for affection and acceptance. Or maybe you have feared, uh, you have had fears of loneliness, of being lonely, uh, fears about being accepted by others, fears about failure, fears about rejection, fears about your children, fear about your relationship, or fear of facing tomorrow. Sometimes our youth may have fears of going to school, fears of being bullied, fears of being talked about, or fears of not being accepted, or fears of traveling alone. Whatever your fear may be, you have uttered these words, I am afraid, at one time or another, whether privately or publicly. For this feeling of fear has a powerful influence on how we think and act. The influence of fear has a powerful influence on how we think and how we act, how we respond, how we function. And so how do you react when gripped by fear? How do you respond when you are gripped by fear? For we all are vulnerable to fear. However, it is important how we react or manage it when it grips our soul. It is important how we respond, how we choose to respond when fear gets a hold of us. For if we react unbiblically, let's break this thing down. For when situations come our way, when fear tries to take root within us, uh, if we respond unbiblically, right, uh, and unbecoming, allowing fear to conquer our soul, we will then isolate ourselves and withdraw ourselves emotionally, never enjoying the life God has given us through Christ Jesus. Discouragement and depression will set in, and death to our purpose death to our promises from God, death to our dreams and visions, and finally death to our precious life will be the result when we allow fear to take root within us uh, because fear will cripple you. Fear uh, will stagnate you. Fear will paralyze you. Fear will hold you back. Fear will literally Take your faith away. Fear will leave you stuck and destroy your confidence. Let's break this thing down. But if we properly manage this horrible, unreasoning, unjustified, gut-wrenching feeling of fear, we then can, can meet our challenges and, and we can press through every challenge and overcome every obstacle and fulfill our purpose come hell or high water when we then can give birth to our dreams and visions and enjoy the life that God has provided and intended for us to have. We cannot allow fear to resonate or take root within our hearts or within us or within our environment. We cannot allow fear 
to take place within our lives. We have to function by faith. It is fear that will contaminate your faith. And this is why the enemy will try to cause you to be fearful so that you can get in your feelings. Because when you are in your feelings, you are not in faith. And when you are not in faith, you are not covered. But we got to be in faith because when we are in faith, we are covered by the blood of the Lamb. We are covered by Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ. That's why God told us in his word in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so, family, by faith, you can break out of fear in Jesus' mighty name and walk in victory. Hey, in the name of Jesus, come on, we're going to press forward by faith tonight. We're going to call those things out that can contaminate our faith, and we're going to make it known from this moment forth that our faith will not be contaminated, that our faith will be strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind, that our faith will be strong and established in the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, that's a reason to give God some praise tonight. I feel the presence of the Lord. Let's press forward. Another thing that can contaminate our faith, uh, something else uh, that can contaminate your faith is pressure. Pressure. The definition of pressure is the use of persuasion, influence, or intimidation to make someone do something. This is another way the enemy tries to come at you, is through pressuring you, pressuring you to stay in your feelings, pressuring you to give up, pressuring you to give into lust, pressuring you to hang around certain people, because if you don't, then you're not cool, or you won't be accepted. The enemy will try to pressure you to feel like you're not loved. You have to fit in instead of loving yourself, being confident about who God created you to be, which is why people manipulate other people because they're not confident in who they are. The enemy will try to pressure you in living in the opposite way uh, that God has created you to live. Uh, he doesn't want you to function in living the way that God created you to live. The enemy wants you to function in living the way that he wants you to live uh, because he knows that when you are in faith, he can't touch you. When you're in faith, he has no control over you. When you are in faith, you walk in victory. And so the enemy will try to pressure you so that you don't feel like you are loved. The enemy will try to pressure you so that you will feel like you got to fit in. The enemy will try to pressure you so that you will be distracted from loving who God created you to be, from loving God, pressure you from being confident about who God is and who God created you to be. This is why that just like God uses people, the enemy uses people. The enemy has no power. All the enemy has is influence. 
and he has influence on people in the earth, which they become his workers. And this is why the enemy will try to pressure you. And this is why people will try to manipulate other people because they are not confident in who they are. The enemy will try to pressure you with peer pressure, trying to trick you into smoking or drinking again. And this is why we have to remain in faith. This is why we have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might so that we are not easily tempted, so that we are, ooh, hallelujah, so that we are not easily distracted. The enemy will try to pressure you to make you feel like you got to hang out in certain areas again, the areas where God delivered you out of, the people that God delivered you from, the situation that God brought you out of. The enemy will try to pressure you to make you feel like you can't press forward. And pressure will contaminate your faith, pressuring you to make you feel like as though you can't be great being who God created you to be. Uh, the enemy will pressure you, will try to pressure you. I say try because he ain't got no power. The enemy will try to pressure you to make you feel like you can't succeed or be successful. The ideas and creativity God has downloaded in you, he'll try to pressure you to make you feel like it won't work. The enemy will try to make you, uh, he'll try to pressure you and make you feel like the ideas, the vision, the strategies, the creativity that God has downloaded in you, the enemy will try to pressure you to make you feel like it won't work. But I've come to tell you tonight that the devil is a liar. He's a whole liar. The devil is a liar. Everything God created you to do, it will work. Everything God say he's going to do in your life, you can guarantee that God is going to do it. Family, you are created to live by faith under God's grace and not pressure. When allowing yourself to be pressure, listen, this is the thing. This is, let me break this down. I pray that you're listening. Let me break this down. This is what pressure will do to you. Not only will pressure contaminate your faith and take you out of faith, but when you allow yourself to be pressured, your body and your organs don't function properly. When you operate under pressure, which is why your body is always aching and being in pain and you feeling off balance and unwell because you are under pressure. Pressure will kill you. Pressure will take you out. Pressure will frustrate you. Pressure puts you in a position of hurt. Pressure throws you off track. Pressure derails you. But you got to be in faith. Fearful and being under pressure is a distraction for what God wants to reveal to you and for where God wants to take you. You cannot function under pressure. You have to function by faith and not fear. You have to function by faith and not being under pressure. When the enemy tries to put pressure on you, guess what? Put the pressure back on them with the word of God. And don't be fearful. Remain strong in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. When the enemy tries to put pressure on you, you got to put the pressure back on them with the word of God. No weapon from 
come against me shall prosper. I've got the power of God. I've got the power of the Holy Ghost. I've got the word of God. My victory is already won. God has already forgiven me. He's already purified me. He's already sanctified me. He's already covered me. He's already prepared the way for me. He's already made those crooked places straight. He's already made the rough places smooth. And so I know I can press forward by faith because when I press forward by faith, all will always be well in Jesus' name. I can't allow fear and pressure to contaminate my faith. The enemy will try anything he can. Notice, key word, try. I say try because the enemy don't have any power. The enemy can only do what you allow him to. And this is why you cannot allow the enemy or any situation or any person cause you to be fearful or function under pressure. Because when you are in fear and you function under pressure, it contaminates your faith. And it takes you out of faith. And it makes you vulnerable. And next thing you know, you you you, you are not covered. God said in this word in First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 13, he said, for his word is at work in those who believe. And so when you activate your faith, you activate God's word. And, and God's word becomes your reality. And so when the enemy tries to come against you, uh, because you are in faith and God's word is at work within you, when the enemy tries to come against you, guess what? No weapon against you shall prosper. Come on, you are more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ who loves you continually at all times. When the enemy tries to come against you, listen, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. When the challenges come, I can press through them. Come on, come on, you got to declare the word of the Lord by faith. God said in his word in Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, he says, but Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And so you got to get in God's word so that you can build your faith. Even in the midst of a struggle, I can speak Philippians 4.19, but my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. That is in Christ Jesus. I've got to remain in faith. Because it's faith that produces the results of who God is. And all that God promised. Let me hit the last one tonight. I'm only going to share three tonight. There's so many other things that can contaminate our faith. And we're going to get to them over the next two or three broadcasts of By Faith Be Good. We're going to stick with this because we really need an understanding of the things that contaminate our faith faith so that we can make sure that we are avoiding those things out of our lives so that we can make sure that we are giving these things an eviction notice that you cannot dwell in my heart you cannot dwell within me you cannot dwell in my environment you cannot dwell in the midst of my family you cannot dwell in my mind you cannot dwell in my workplace you cannot dwell in my community Fear, pressure, go. Now, in Jesus' name, I speak it with the authority of Jesus Christ. That's how we have to function, by faith. And so, family, another one 
that can contaminate our faith. Ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Another one uh, that can contaminate uh, our faith uh, is worrying. Another thing that can contaminate our faith is worrying. And the definition of worrying is give way to anxiety or unease. Allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or trouble. That's what worrying is. When you allow anxiety to take root or or when you allow yourself to be unease, uncomfortable, uh, uh, not confident in what God promised to do in your life. You are unease. You are worrying. You allow your mind to dwell on the difficulty or the trouble instead of fixing your mind and your focus on what God said in his word. Uh, When worrying, when worrying, you are causing anxiety um, about actual or potential problems alarming. Uh, when worrying, this is what happens when you worry. Uh, worrying is causing anxiety um, or potential problems to become alarming uh, just because of how a situation looks, just because of what somebody said, just because of what you you think is to come, just because of the thought that you feel like things ain't going to work out or you're trying to figure out how it's going to work out, you begin to worry, and worry gives birth to anxiety. And anxiety, this is what anxiety is, frequently have intense, excessive, and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations. Anxiety is an emotion characterized by feelings of tension. Worry thoughts, physical challenges like increased blood pressure. Listen, this is what fear, pressure, and worrying will do to your body. It causes increased blood pressure. People with anxiety disorders usually have recurring intensive thoughts or concerns. They may avoid certain situations out of worry. But let me break this thing down for you, family. Worrying is a waste of time. Worrying can be labeled as sin. Why? Because worrying shows a lack of faith in God. You're not believing in who God is if you're worrying. You're not standing firm on God's word if you're worrying. God is not pleased with you if you're worrying. Why am I saying that? Because he said in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, for without faith it is impossible to please God. Those that come to him must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. It's comforting. We don't have to worry, family, uh, It's because it's comforting to know that the same God that is in control of the good times of life is also in control of the bad times of life. Come on, can I say it again? We don't have to worry because the same God that is in control of the good times in life is also in control of the bad times that take place in our lives. He'll take it, shift it, 
and work it around, work it out for our good. He'll turn it around in our favor. What the enemy meant for evil, God will take it and turn it around for our good. He'll work that thing out, favor. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 7, the word of the Lord says, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. God cares about everything that concerns you. God sees, God knows, and he will never leave you hanging. That's a reason for you to get excited because every situation that comes your way, it's working for your good. Come on, it's working for your good. It's working for your good. We can't allow fear being pressured or worrying to take root within our hearts. What did God say in this word? He says, so a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What is God saying? What's in you is what's going to come out of you. If you're fearful, you're not going to press forward in the way that God is commanding you to, the way that he created you to, the way that he is directing you to, the way that he has equipped you to. If you have fear in your heart, you're not going to respond to the situation the way God equipped and created you to. What's in you is what's going to come out of you. And so we have to be mindful of what we allow to take root within ourselves. We have to be mindful of what we allow to grip our souls. We have to be mindful of what we allow to dwell in our environment. We got power to control our environment. Hallelujah. I believe it's in the book of Acts when Paul and Silas, come on, they were locked up. They were put in prison. And the word of the Lord says, listen, they were put in shackles. They had been beaten. They were beaten. And they had been put in shackles. And they were put in prison. Into the, 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 the deepest part of the prison, they were put into the jail cell. And the word of the Lord says at midnight, they begin to bless the name of the Lord. They begin to give God praise. And guess what happened? The earth shook. There was a great earthquake, and the foundation of the prison shook, and they busted out of them chains, and the prison doors busted open. Come on. Praise gets you access granted to who God is and what he promised to do in your life. In order to stay in faith, when situations arise, you ought to give God praise. When situations arise, when you feel fearful, when you feel under pressure, when you feel like you're worrying, you ought to give God praise. You ought to worship him for who he is. Even in the midst of the situation, when you feel like you don't have a reason to give God praise, think about what he's already done. Think about where he's brought you from. Think about every time he showed up. Think about how he supplies your every need. You ought to give God praise because it's praise that gets you access granted to who God is and what he promised you. You got to move by faith. Psalms 55 and verse 22. Psalms chapter 55 and verse 22. The word of the Lord says, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Come on, with God, when you are in faith, with God, you are unshakable, unbreakable, unstoppable, and untouchable. 
Nothing and no one can come against you. Nothing and no one can move you out of position for what God is about to bless your life with, for the way God is getting ready to use you. This is the grace and love of God towards us. Don't try to carry your burdens by yourself. Give them to the Lord whose yoke is easy and his burden is light. Come on. Our worries weigh us down and do us no good. When worrying, you give your worries over to God because he can handle all of the weight of your worries and your fears. Because God's spirit lives within us, we can be strong and courageous. Fear, worrying, and being under pressure contaminates our faith. And you cannot worry, be fearful, or under pressure because these things are meant to destroy. We cannot be functioning, worrying, being under pressure, or being fearful because these things are meant to destroy. A lot of times you may think to yourself, man, I'm completely healthy. I've been eating right. I've been living right. I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. But you don't feel well in your body because when you worry, that's because when you're fearful, when you're under pressure, when you are worrying, when you allow these things to take root in your life, they put wear and tear on your body. This is why the enemy will try to implement these things in your life so that these things can take you out because the reality of the matter is the enemy don't want you to fulfill your God-given purpose. The enemy don't want you to function by faith because he knows he can't touch you when you are in faith. The enemy knows who he can come against and who he can't. He knows who he can touch and who he can't. He knows who he can rule and who he can't. And you got to remain in faith so the enemy can't come against you. So anything that he tries, it won't work. Matter of fact, you got to remain in faith so the enemy knows I can't even go over there. So he knows, you know what? I can't even go over there because they're strong in faith. I can't even step foot over there because he knows that you're strong in faith. And anything that he tries, it won't work. And so we have to be strong in faith, family. I want There's so much that I want to share with you all. And I only got an hour, okay? <laughs> but... God is so amazing. He's so amazing. God is so amazing. God has been so good to us. And we have to make sure that we are strong in faith and that we maintain our faith. Um, there's some things that God revealed to me in my studies. Um, I want to share with you all two things. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4, and then I'm going to go to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Um, God just brought some things out to me, and um, I, want to, I, I don't want to end this broadcast without sharing with you what faith is and how to have faith, okay? And if I, if I, if I don't have enough time to get into James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4 tonight, we, remember, this is a new series. 
It's going to probably be a part three, up to a part three or a part four. But we're going to follow the leading of the Holy Ghost. But I want to take this moment to extend the invitation to those of you who are listening tonight, even those of you who are tuned into the live stream. I want to take this moment to um, extend the invitation to you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Listen, you don't have to function under fear or under pressure or be in a position always worrying. You don't have to allow these things to take root in you or around you or in your family or on your job or in your community. You're created to live by faith. You're created to never lack. You're created to be victorious all the days of your life. Amen. Family, there's some things, people, places, and things, and situations that can contaminate your faith. But I encourage you to initiate the move and accept Jesus Christ tonight. Make the decision to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Accept him into your heart so that you can be in position to walk by faith and not by sight. I am a witness that falling in love with Jesus is the best decision I've ever made in my life. God said in his word in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17 says, for whoso... No, no, I'm sorry, let me rewind. Romans chapter 10 and verse 13, the word of the Lord says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter how old you are, what your past is, the mistakes you've made, the, the decisions you've made, the places you've been, the people you've been around. It doesn't matter what your race is, your nationality. It doesn't matter where you are right now. If you call on the name of Jesus right now by fully believing in who he is, what he's done for you, and what he's able to do for you, believing that he is the Son of God, believing that he died for your sins so that you can be forgiven and have life and life more abundantly, believing that he rose with all power in his hands and that he's given you eternal life, that he created you with a purpose. He died so that you can live. And so that you can fulfill the purpose that God assigned to your life. If that's you, I want you. Don't worry about what people are going to say. Don't worry about how people are going to feel. Make the decision for yourself to accept Jesus Christ into your heart tonight. Anytime you are being presented with an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ, don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till next week. Don't wait till Sunday. Anytime you're being presented with an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ, that is the moment to accept him. And if that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned and falling short of your glory. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. 
I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ rose with all power. I believe that Jesus Christ is so real and so alive. Jesus, save me. I accept you into my life as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life and stay in my life. In Jesus' name, Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Come into my life and stay in my life and have your way so that I live according to God's word, his will, and his way. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you declare that prayer after me, you declare, Father, forgive me, I repent, and I ask for forgiveness, and I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and I accept him into my heart. If you speak that tonight, you just got saved, and that's all it takes. And this is the first day of the best days of the rest of your life. And now you can press forward by faith, not allowing anyone or anything or any situation to contaminate your faith, but you can press forward victoriously by faith, reaping everything God has in store for you and doing the greater work he created you to do. God wants his principles and his kingdom established established in the earth, and he chose us to do it. And he's going to get it done by any means necessary. And I willingly lift my hands and declare, God, I give you my yes. And I pray that you do the same as well. Family, get ready and get excited because God has greater in store for you. I'm going to ask Pastor Tori to come on and give us our announcement as this, at this time. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, each and every one. I just bless God for the words that went forth this evening, things that contaminate your faith. And if it's okay with Minister Bernard, I want to share a really quick testimony, something that happened just this evening. Now, it is not going to sound like something big or major to some people, but for anybody who has ever did any type of Internet broadcasting, live stream, uh, internet radio, you know what I'm getting ready to tell you is, is going to be important because he just finished telling you we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, Minister Bernard, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I just want you to know as I share this with everybody else, 15 minutes into your broadcast, the, it, the system, the board, our switchboard started to drop, and it literally said that our show had ended. And as it said it, I was getting ready to text you to say we might experience some technical difficulties. But instead, I said, you know what? By faith, God, your word will go forward this evening. Yeah. I just need you to know that not, we never dropped the signal. We are still broadcasting. The, the computer done went dead, but we still broadcasting God's word. That's what <laughs> faith does. Faith is when you just dare to say, you know what, God, I know what it looked like, but I don't walk by what it looked like. I walk by your word and look Amen. at what God did. So I'm just 
blessing and praising God for the teaching this evening because it is so important when you get into faith and oh my hallelujah I, I'm, I'm coming to do announcements I'm not even going to go I'm, I'm doing announcements we thank and praise That's God right. for each and every one of you who joined in with us this evening for the 1444th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network by faith that soul that gave their life to Christ evening, we encourage you to find the Bible, believing, teaching, preaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and tribulations of this world. And until you do, bless God, that's why he has Purpose Kingdom Network here just for you. Please join us tomorrow evening at 8.30 p.m. for another broadcast of Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be broadcasting with the Turning Point with the host, Reverend, uh, I'm sorry, Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. That is our marriage ministry. They will be broadcasting tomorrow right here at 8.30 p.m. on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. You can follow us on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn at Purpose Kingdom. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Please feel free to email any comments, questions, suggestions, or concerns to us directly at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, to talk with you, to pray with you, as well as for you. Amen. Again, we thank each and every one who joined in with us this evening. We have one more piece of exciting news come May 9th of 2021. May 9th of 2021, the fifth anniversary of Purpose Kingdom Network, we will be transforming in in radio that's right the lord has blessed us that we will be able to broadcast the love of god the love of christ the power of christ the saving knowledge of christ 24 hours a day seven days a week through a taught word preached word and song so we ask you please keep your eyes and ears open and ready as purpose kingdom network transforms into pk in radio where believers go so just stay tuned. We cannot wait to see you there. God bless you. Again, Minister Bernard, wonderful, wonderful words this evening in the ministry and back in your hands. Amen. Amen. To God be all the glory. Family, listen, Purpose Kingdom Network is transitioning into online radio. We are so excited. God is doing a great work here. At Purpose Kingdom Network, we are so, so excited. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of God's messengers. Please connect with us so that we can keep you encouraged and inspire you to always press forward by faith. And so, family, there's a couple things that I want to share with you very quickly. And once again, I'm not going to get it all in tonight, but this is a new series titled Things That Contaminate Your Faith. We have to make sure that we are strong in faith and that we maintain our faith. But here's the thing. Sometimes because there's things that contaminate our faith, uh, we feel like sometimes you may have felt like it's God's fault, and it's not God's fault. And the Lord opened my eyes, and he told me to make sure that I share this with you all. And so when I look at James chapter 1, verses uh, 2 to 4, The word of the Lord says, he says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. 
For when, for you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. And so God is saying when tough times come our way, it's a time for great joy because we have an opportunity to develop and establish our faith in God's ability to bring us out, giving our endurance a chance to grow so that we can remain strong and press forward victoriously. Being perfect and complete, meaning you are established in who you are in Christ, needing nothing because God is your source, and he provides all that you need in abundance. And so God is saying, listen, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy, because now when your faith is tested, you have an opportunity to let your endurance grow. So let it grow, because when your endurance is fully developed, you will know how to endure. You will know how to remain strong, and nothing will phase you. How, how do I know this? Even when I look down in the same chapter, verses 13 to, four, uh, to 15, and it says, uh, uh, and starting at verse 13, he says, And remember, when you are being tempted, do not say God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. Temptation comes from our own desires, which entice us and drag us away. These desires gives birth to sinful actions, and when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. And so once again, there goes that word grow. Don't allow your sin to grow. you got to allow your faith and your endurance to grow. And so because there are situations, people, places, and things that can contaminate our faith, one of the things that we have to make sure of, we have to make sure that we don't blame it on God. And here's why. Because James chapter 1, verse 13 to 15, says that don't ever say God is tempting me because God is never tempted to do evil, and he does not make anyone else do evil. Evil temptations or just temptation in general comes from our own lustful, negative desires that are not like God, not from God, not pleasing to God. But here's what blew my mind. When I read James chapter 1, verses 13 to 15 in the message version, the word of the Lord says, don't let anyone under pressure to give into evil say God is trying to trip me up. God is impervious to evil and puts evil in no one's way. The temptation to give in to evil comes from us and only us. We have no one to blame but the leering, seducing flare-up of our own lust. Lust gets pregnant and has a baby, which is sin. And sin grows up to adulthood and becomes a real killer. But here's what blew my mind. It says God is impervious. I-M-P-E-R-V-I-O-U-S. God is impervious. What does impervious mean? It means that God is not affected by anything. 
God is not affected by anything. No matter what situation comes your way, God is not affected by it. He's able to bring you out of it. Come on. Your situation does not limit God's ability to bring you out of it. The decisions you make does not limit God's ability to bring you out of it. God is impervious. He's not affected by anything that takes place in our life. I'm talking about the only two living God. And so, family, we're going to get more into that um, next time on the next broadcast about faith. We good. But I want to leave this with you very quickly. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, and I'll say it again next time. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. And so what is faith? What is faith, right? What is faith? Faith is being fully assured. Faith is the formula for the full manifestation of God's word, right? Not wavering or doubting at all. Faith is getting an understanding of God's word and knowing how to apply it to your life in every situation that comes your way. Faith is knowing how to put faith to work, and that's speaking the word of God, because what you speak and believe, you shall receive. Faith sees the invisible, believes the unbelievable, and receives the impossible. All you have to do is believe, because with God, faith is mandatory. God created us to walk by faith and not by sight. And so, family, there are things that can contaminate your faith. But your responsibility is to make sure that you remain strong in faith. Why? Because by faith we good, but we walk by faith and not by sight. I love y'all. God bless you. Press forward by faith and know that with God, you'll never fail, you'll never lose but you'll always win. God bless you, family. I'll see you next time. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.